Greetings and uh, welcome to another episode of the Scale Gap podcast. Uh, as usual, I'm joined by Persian. How's it going, dude? What up, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I wanted to say the game is not making me feel the greatest, but yeah, I'm I'm actually like you know, IRL. I'm good. <laughs> That's good. That's all that matters. Guys, if you're listening to this, well, that's the only way you are because you're not on Twitch. This is the first ever Skill Gap podcast that we're recording off air. The reason is that uh, I'm kind of all over the place, uh, but I really want to record podcasts. And this allows me to kind of bang one out without having to schedule Persian also with a reasonable time to stream. So like this allows us to do more on the go maybe we will have like episodes that are like 20 minutes long because one day we're in the ps party we're like we need to talk about this bang one out real quick bang shake a bang, bada boom and then boom so that's really the reason it's, why this it's is mostly happening this way. It, it's not just you our schedules don't align all the time so it's hard to hard to find a good good time slot for you to end stream and to do a podcast so that's that's yeah. why right 100 it, it, it doesn't like there's gonna be more streams with the pod like this doesn't mean it's exclusively offline and on stream it's just it is what it is when it happens it happens. we'll just we'll just be able to pump them out more frequently this way this that's just exactly exactly expect uh, longer ones shorter ones 20 minutes one hour who knows anyways uh the reason we wanted to do one today is also because it's been a while we were supposed to do one previously there's been two patches since we've done one uh, the previous pass we're just, we're just gonna ignore because essentially uh, we don't believe in uh, the conspiracy theorists of the patch uh, slowing the game down too much. Maybe Persian does now. I don't know, uh, but uh... <laughs> I don't believe. I don't believe. That's the thing. I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but there's definitely. I get where it's where it comes from because, like, obviously you play the game too, and every time we play the game on patch day, the gameplay is so slow that I get that people try and bring that towards the patch but reasonably you realize that like there's always days where gameplay is absolute well trash and there's days where it's like semi-decent so i think because everyone's trying to try out the patch like the server load isn't like too much i guess like which makes the gameplay slow so i don't think that it slows the game down or it does like secret things that makes the game worse it's just the game's just ass like that's what it comes down to yeah, I mean, I've I've turned a bit into a little bit of a, of an asshole in recent times in the sense that like I used to be more understanding, but now I just I just uh, I troll you if you start going on about speed and stuff because like it's it's an it's twenty twenty dude it's almost twenty twenty one we had so many patches they've done patches and everything and every time no one says anything about what was patched and everyone just says damn they made the game slower i'm like come on yeah man. <laughs> like, I, I mean i guess that's true it. but like it's it's like a it's like some sort of mind fuck you know like people try to find some reasoning to as to why this game is bad and it's the same thing with like the whole honeymoon stage where they start thinking the game's good and they try to like as the game goes they try to they try to like justify why is the game turning so bad and why I'm, why am I not having fun anymore? And they relate that to patches. They go like, okay, this patch just ruined the game. Same with the whole FIFA 18 thing. Remember, like everyone, yeah. it goes back all the way to then. That's that's when it started. When people had like all sorts of theories, is that that game was so good and the patch ruined it? Like it's just a it's just the echo chamber of people saying the same thing over and over again, with yeah. not really any facts to 
standby basically i don't i don't blame anyone by the way if you're out there and you're like oh the game the patch made the game slower i don't blame you it really just depends mm-hmm. on who you are because there was a time when i remember i remember one time I, I was getting a grips with the fifa i don't know it was fifa 19 or 20 and then a patch came out and all of a sudden i had a really bad day and i was like damn it they ruined it for me and i was angry but over time i was like nah man the game changes every day let alone every hour like it just all the time so like there's good game i mean we played yesterday the patch was released and i had played co-op like six hours earlier and the game was flying with my friend i hop on play with you the game's completely different and so you could have thought the game got slower but like whereas i had both types of gameplay in the same day i was like yeah this is just this is just fifa being fifa so it's like so at a certain point if you've been like if you're like an old school dude uh i have to question your IQ a little bit if you're still talking about speed of the game when <laughs> it's like <laughs> the patch, which is why we what we should talk about real quick what did actually the patch notes say they didn't say anything about speed of the game essentially in a nutshell they they nerfed uh, AI blocks just AI blocks they nerfed or they buffed certain interceptions and they also supposedly uh, impacted the effectiveness of the step over now you played with me last night. I don't know if you played any more after that. Did you feel anything in any of those three regards? I mean, not really. The stepovers, uh, like, I didn't even notice that big of a difference. Probably what what they what other people were telling me the exit is like the exit out of the stepover. There's not there's not as much of a sprint boost, but the sprint boost wasn't really the only problem. Like you, when you do a stepover, you create like some sort of force field around you. So the stepover is still like pretty pretty op basically and the other things i honestly barely noticed anything i and how many games did we play? we only played like five games so it's not really fair and it wasn't like me playing on my own it was co-op so it's a different yeah. experience and it's and it's on its own but honestly i didn't really so you're saying they nerfed uh interceptions buffed like basically they showed the example i read the patch notes and everything they basically have the example uh pre-patch and post-patch of certain interceptions and you're not going to feel anything basically the only inter uh, scenarios where it counts is this has happened to me quite a bit like i'm in i could not be cutting the passing lane anymore and the ball still goes through my legs right it's like they do an auto lunge even so they just fix that so it's not that you can intercept even better the passes are still curling around you basically so it doesn't matter because that's that's what we were noticing like when you stand in a passing lane the ball still the pass still gets corrected towards 100 some some magical magical direction and (laughs) apparently the opponent's ai knows everything so (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's just for the it's kind of like in Pez, Pez has this a lot where the you you cut the passing lane perfectly, but it still goes through your legs just because your player I don't even know he goes dirt mode. They fix that where that should happen even less, uh, which is good. But that was even happening to me too much. Um, it's just yeah the assistance which is untouched. Same with the blocks. I haven't felt much of a difference yet, but I think weekend league is going to be the main decider for the stepovers. I felt nothing because I don't use them, dude. So I don't know. I need to be playing um some sweats. Uh, to really know the difference <laughs> it's 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 pretty much still still the main way to turn into because you can barely turn in this game or like in general unless maybe Neymar or the top tier players but other than that it's still the main way to change your direction in this game so I don't know. yeah it's like they're pre- pretty much they fill in the gaps things like ball rolls and and, and step overs 
If yep. you're listening, you don't spam them. Obviously, I don't either. I, I actually know I do spam ball rolls quite like you just have to to like turn quickly or right before a pass or something. But they they fill in the gaps and they're necessary and you're gonna always see them between the rats and like you said earlier, the problem with the step over, the speed, the 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 force field, and then just the direction, man. Anyone who's played any sort of football, be it in the recess ground or competitively like you cannot do step overs the way you do in fifa they're just so so broken they defy the laws of physics and they really make my ligaments hurt and i'm just by watching my knees <laughs> i'm like ah just try that man try nah i i think i think the the main issue is like for for people that want to play this game at a high level, you almost have to do them because the turning is so bad in this game. The player agility is so bad in this game that you have to find a way to be to be able to suddenly change direction, basically. So that's why people spam them so much. And obviously, the way like the 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 Anders Verge gang or whatever use them is absolutely broken because they literally spam them all around the pitch, but. It's a way to basically traverse faster throughout the field, and I think that's why they that's why they use it. And it just shows how inherently broken, like the simple things like dribbling and turning and just moving like smoothly throughout the field are in this game. Because it's just it just feels clunky. Like this game feels so much more clunky compared to the previous ones. And obviously, the previous ones weren't great either. But Very that just shows games. how bad that just that just shows how how bad this is. Like, yeah. For context sake, uh, Anders Vergegang is uh, this 14-year-old wonder kid who's too young to be eligible to compete, but nonetheless, he is undefeated in weekend league so far in FIFA 21. He's literally 210 and 0. Uh, there's only two people in the world who are at that stage, but obviously, him being the younger uh, wonder kid is getting the majority of the hype for it. Um, He's yeah, also beating guys... a lot of pro players in like 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 their custom tournaments and, and stuff like that. So he's 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 pretty a hyped up player right now, so a lot of people are like trying to watch him, and he does, he does the broken things to a T. Basically, he does that really well. Yeah, he's he's insane. Um, one thing I wanted to actually ask you is, do you think that a lot of people have turned around, obviously with FIFA, uh, especially if you read the timeline? Is this the fastest you've seen the honeymoon stage end in FIFA? Um, yeah, probably. I think, I think FIFA 20 was pretty quick as well, to be fair. Like it happened pretty fast in FIFA 20, but I think this is, this FIFA is the fastest people have been like actually demotivated to play as well. Cause I see a lot of players, the players that were actual grinders that just don't want to play the game anymore. They they'll just play their weekend league or whatever. But other than that, they won't touch the game. And I think there's a consensus that I, I think as FIFA goes, I think it's partially because FIFA 20 was already so draining. So it just, it just like basically gets worse and worse, you know, that people just get tired of it and they don't want to do it anymore. And I've been in this stage since like what, 1918. So for me, it's pretty much the same feeling, but I don't know, man, they can't, they can't keep releasing games like this. It really hurts them. Like gameplay wise anyway, because people still spend a lot of money in this game, obviously. So they have no issues, but I don't know. I it's definitely it's definitely it probably is the fastest, but it's not by a huge margin because twenty was pretty quick as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm I think I'm I wouldn't say I'm in the minority. I'm just I in the school of thought that for me, 
FIFA 21 is a more bearable and better game than FIFA 20. I know you disagree with that, and uh, mm -hmm. that might be something juicy because uh, we usually just kind of like um, not agree on it. Podcast, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> no, for sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, but I'm still, I think, and and I'm wondering, like, because I just saw a tweet from Ethan. Ethan is a um, friend of ours, pro player, top 10, 15, I don't even know, in the world last year on FIFA, the World Cup cracked uh, out of his mind snorting g fuel all day and he's uh he's having some meltdowns on the, the timeline recently like i can i can smell the feeling of being burnt out uh, in his messages yeah. and i can relate to it because i've had that before and um i think um note that though, let, that me, score, though? let me inter let me interject though because note that those tweets always come after a loss or 99 percent of the time so he doesn't he doesn't just randomly tweet these things like <laughs> of course, because of he feels because he feels them he's fuming because he lost the game and he's like trying to understand why he lost because to be fair to him he tries to critique himself the most and he tries to look at his gameplay and what did i do wrong how could i fix this and he realizes there's a lot of things in this game which was the same in the past to be honest but he was just probably just better at that game but there's a lot of things in this game that you can't really fix like you can't you can't do anything yourself to basically hinder the goals that you that you concede you know so he's having a meltdown because of that and yeah we've been we've been like that since fifa 20 because there were a lot of things in fifa 20 you couldn't defend either but he had yeah. less trouble with that for pros i feel bad man because like um you know a lot of people don't understand that you know you have people of a certain level but really it's not like in football for example every time i've seen roma sort of become absolutely cracked out of their minds it didn't randomly happen it was like you know a cycle ends you buy four or five players your ass your ass your ass you get a good coach three more <laughs> players all of a sudden those ass players are god tier because you have this nucleus that kind of like yeah. gel together it's not like that in fifa to it just clicks extent, mm. it is like you get a certain skill set but at a, set, a certain day a new game comes out and boom what really made the difference is that it's a new game new skill set blah 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 so like ethan went from top 10 in the world to i don't know top 50, struggling now yeah struggling. Top 50 in the world which is a big jump even if it doesn't sound like it um and so you know at that level it, it's like you couldn't defend things last year, but then he could. And then this year you have other kids who can defend it. And it's just like... You you, you explained it recently um, comparing FIFA 17 to 18, right? That you played a certain player and yeah. you, were, yeah. you were literally slapping them in 17. And then all of a sudden you play in 18 and it's, it's like an entirely different... Yeah, it's like that's literally the game. Like you just play an entirely different version of the game, which is which is what makes it so hard to understand because like fifa from year to year changes so drastically that it shouldn't be like that because the fundamentals should always be the same it's a football game right like football doesn't necessarily just change entirely from year to year so why does the game you know so like yeah. they have no they have no set base where they go off and change like little things around it. That's fine. But like they change the fundamentals of the game year by year. And that's what makes it so hard to understand. And obviously there's players that are mostly consistent most of the time, but they're just really good at mastering the broken things more than the fundamentals. 
So they they just look for the most broken things and they just use those. And the broken things are the fundamentals nowadays instead of yeah. actually like playing just normal passing game, dribbling, like vision. Like those things aren't as important anymore. It's just mostly, I mean, spam the through ball, use learn this broken skill move or whatever. <laughs> Hundred percent. It's such a undervalued or underestimated thing. When when it used to, there's always been broken stuff, but it would always complement the fundamentals. Yeah. Like if you couldn't intercept a passing lane, switch fast enough, and like trap people, there's nothing you can do with a step over. You know, uh, those were just the cherries, but now the cherries the, are the pie, the cake. It's crazy. The best example we could give, and we always go back to FIFA 17. I'm sick of it, sick of doing that, but. In FIFA 17, I could literally win games simply by passing, dribbling, having vision, and shooting. I didn't need to use one skill move in that game. Yeah. And there were there were plenty of broken things. People were crab walking. People were shielding. Like, that was all broken. But I could literally win every game just by passing, shooting, and just dribbling, just normally. I didn't have to use anything. I could just literally use my vision and passing to basically outplay someone. But that's really hard to do nowadays like you have to spam bottles you have to do this you have to do that like there's no normal way to play this game anymore it's um it's the beauty of playing at a high level using the most basic of commands which reminds me of a tweet you made recently which was um what you need to be good nowadays and they just show the d-pad like the d-pad used to be so irrelevant you know like you had people in the back of the day who was like oh wait you could go arrow out or down and do an offside trap or team press i didn't even know uh, but now like your tweet said if you know the d-pad arrow down right arrow right i don't even know just activate team press with the d-pad you're yep you're a different you're a not different just not just not just not just team press like overload ball side they're still in the yeah. game people are still using them it's still very overpowered and striker drop back name it like all those things offside trap all those things are very op and very. that's the thing like it just it just turns an average player to someone that will make you struggle because team press is a extremely overpowered uh, mechanic like it literally just makes it hard for you to get out of your own half it's sure. I saw someone tweet this recently. It said it's better to not have the ball, let someone build up, literally pass the ball to them, let them build up and turn on team press. You're you're mo- more likely to score that way than you building up and passing around his box and trying to score. Yes. <laughs> so it's better to not have the ball in this game than to actually have it. That's that that's true. And what that that's a good segue because we don't want to make it sound like uh, FIFA is a game that should reward the guy with seventy percent possession for the sake of it when he's going up and down the box, right? Because it it should be a game where it just should it it should reward the better player, and the better player can be a counterattacking player or or a possession player. But the game needs to give you the tools to counteract everything. And right now, possession because of the press situation is is op because press situations irrelevant now obviously you have things like team press but if you're like me you literally only use that stuff like if you're last resort 75th minute onwards maybe 85th minute onwards that's it like but in in the first 80 minutes you're playing completely balanced and you're pressing completely manually without second man press and with the passing assistance as it is so the press situation as a whole for me is something we've talked about but wanted to rehash it up because I've seen some tweets from pros. Uh, they're like, you know what? 
they patched step overs and this and that and they did patch the stamina that's what they patched last time actually the that they they nerfed the stamina on some on <laughs> defensive mentality it's going down 10 seconds <laughs> what they keep going down 10 seconds like you can use oh yeah <laughs> You can use it for ten for less than ten seconds, or yeah, for yeah. from thirty to twenty, from twenty to ten, or whatever it was. Like, like it matters. Like, you need more yeah. than two seconds to actually team press someone. The time, the time of it is irrelevant. It's the concept as a whole. And this guy was like, okay, but we need to keep team press because uh, there's no counterbalance to it. And it just saddens me because he's not like wrong, but he's also. I just wish he would have added the nuance that. We need to keep team press because EA won't add second man press because they're they're like they just don't want to do it. But in a perfect world, they need to remove team press absolutely and add second man press, and that is like the only solution. I'd rather though. I'd rather not have any of the D pad functions, not have team press, not have anything. Even though the game will would be more boring, at least I don't feel like I'm losing to the AI. Like yeah. I, that I'm in that boat. Like I don't want to lose to someone that literally just spam spam me with team press and thinks that's skill. Like it, I'm I agree that the other isn't necessarily skill either. But at least he pressed the buttons. He at least helped me. Like he passed the ball around or whatever. And I still have the options to player switch fast enough and manually press basically. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like I don't. I'm I'm I hate team press so much. I think it's such a broken mechanic and. This is this is the thing we were talking about recently. I don't understand how team press can be in the game and they only look at the positives for team press, but they don't when they talk about second man press, they only look at the negatives. Like there's no midway. They they only look at the negatives. Every time team second man press is talked about, they always talk about the defensive stands and how people will not defend for themselves anymore. But like what are we talking about? Team press is all AI. It's literally all AI. You're not doing anything. You're just literally flipping a switch and the AI is doing it for you. So how is that better? I just don't get that whole idea. Like it's it's crazy to me, man. It's the mad mark. Obviously, if you're listening, you don't know what it is. I don't know how you haven't realized, but sometimes team press is activated and your opponent's team is mad marking every single man in your in your team and it, it never used to be like this you could like with second man press someone who was good could put more or less the same amount of pressure but they were it was like in waves right there was the first wave if you get out of that wave it's going to take a split second or two before you can create another trap and it's fair enough because like and it was mostly the ball holder by the way now everyone's marked yeah that's the whole thing like you had to ma with second man press you know, you have the first wave, you know, say he's in his box, you press with three guys. If he square passes it into his striker and manages to do that, fair enough. He's done that, right? And then you reset the press. You can't even square pass out of your defense uh, when team press yep. is activated because you square pass to the striker and the and the center back is licking his earlobes, dude. He's right on him. It's crazy, man. Even Ronaldo think, can hardly survive. I think the, the, the most important thing is when you pass into someone, right? Say, say I want to say someone's flipped on team press and I want to pass into like a player that's near me and he's open. The problem is the guy that you're passing to stays stationary. He stays and waits for the ball and the other guy flies at the ball. Like the guy that has on team press, his players will literally fly at the ball and they'll just run past you. So even if the pass is open, you won't be able to get there because the other guy just flies towards the ball and intercepts it. So the, the problem isn't necessarily just team press. Your team is too stationary at that point because they don't basically do anything. 
Dude, they become cowards. You know how many times I've had a wide open pass, even in team press. I'm like, wow, he's team pressing me and I still have this wide open pass. I do the pass and they, they tap the ball and it goes yep. at one mile an hour. And all of a sudden I'm like, yep. oh shit, we're back to square. Yep. I'm like, how? Like, if team press is not activated, that pass is flying to my to whoever I'm passing to. It's crazy. Um, you know, the EA might never admit or deny, or they might deny the fact that, you know, things like uh, team press affect your team as well. But I, it, dude, it's, it's, blatant man it's blatant the way passes work even wide open ones it all of a sudden it changes everything and uh, i think it's funny when you know there's people who genuinely think that you can get out of a team press like come on man it's it's just not it and it reminds me of like so many pros right now switching to co-op camera angle now obviously co-op has uh, as a camera angle it's the it's the furthest one away you're basically gonna blimp has its pros and cons uh very good pros but i think there's something wrong when you have to play that like it, when people tell me play co-op you get out of team press easy i'm like no nah, we have an issue bro if i have to be yeah. playing co-op to get out of team press even in co-op it's really a really strong like we have to we have to focus every time someone slaps on team press when we play co-op like we have to literally think about every pass there it's not that easy man yeah it, it, it's crazy but um Moving on, um, one reason I have kind of enjoyed FIFA is because... Not enjoyed FIFA, wow, that's a big word. <laughs> why I feel like I'm not as triggered this year as I am last year is also because of uh, when I stream, I'm forced to like change up the content. I can't be always only playing weekend league. And so midweek, I'm, I'm, I'm out there playing friendlies uh, for objectives. And this year, they're a lot more chill than last year. Um, but here's the thing, even there, they kind of did some weird stuff. This is what we were supposed to talk about as last time as well. They added caps. Oh, we already know about the caps in Rivals, but they added a cap in Friendlies. So there was a Friendly uh, a couple of weeks ago where you could have gotten some sort of pack, Prime, Electrum, player, I don't even know, but you, you had to win six games and you only had 12 games available. Now, a lot of people got upset at this. Some people said it's fair. Some people said it didn't. Some people said, why, is, why are people complaining? We used to have the DKT. But the thing they don't realize is that the daily knockout tournament, a tournament you used to be able to participate in back in the day, and then the winner would get like a team of the season card or something, uh, you had unlimited entries. You're giving mm -hmm. us a worse pack with a game cap. So you only you all have 12 games to play, and you have to win six. So it, it is kind of like DKT, but it really isn't because DKT is... Unlimited entries, you lose in the quarterfinals, you start again from the... DKT is also a tournament setting. This exactly. isn't a tournament. You're playing single games. Like, it has nothing to do with a tournament setting. So, trying to compare those two is just ridiculous, in my opinion. This is just a, this is just a cheap way to stop people from getting packs, which makes no sense because most of the packs are terrible anyway. So, I don't know why they're always so greedy. Like, it doesn't matter, man. You're making more money every year. Like, why are you being, why are you cheaping out on these things? Like, it kills me that, like, they feel like they reward people too much. Like, it's not that deep, man. People are spending their time on the game. They're spending a lot of time trying to get these packs. Like, why do you have to punish people for that? It's, I don't understand. Like, what I don't get is that um, sometimes you get this vibe that EA gives the rewards that they do and you know they've done things like give whatever whether it's a thing we just mentioned or maybe it's SBCs with untradeable packs or SBCs with really bad untradeable packs so you you complete an SBC and you get back a pack that you can't even make profit of and they've changed that slowly over the years and it feels like they do that 
um obviously you know the main reasons are obvious but like if you want to even play devil's advocate someone i feel would say and i've seen this before oh they have to do that otherwise the repercussions to the market would be huge and i'm sitting there like <laughs> like dude you know how many 100k packs and ultimate packs both you and i have opened via season passes untradeable by the way and i've yeah. never packed anything from this like what are Same. we talking like you can't give me 125k pack because i'm gonna pack mandanda like what What's it's not just that i'm gonna tell you both between the two of us we've both opened like pretty much every season pass over these last two years right like since season yeah. passes have been introduced we've not packed anything ever nothing there's nothing there's literally nothing been in the team that like something that would go straight into the team nothing so i don't know why they're so greedy with these things like Obviously, you can get some fodder for your SBC or whatever you can think of, but like, it's just ridiculous, man. I don't, I, we, we're not even in the, we're not even in the category of people that would struggle with these, with these objectives, or we're not in the, we're not in the category of people that would, like, not, not, or what's the right wording here? Not be penalized, or like, what do you? Say? Yeah, be penalized by it, basically. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I just feel bad for the people that do. Like, if you're not that good at FIFA, like, why would they punish you, and why would they make you unable to get that pack, even though that pack is so bad? Like, you reward people for playing your game, man. Like, come on. Yeah, if like, it's a I tournament would've... settings, give people unlimited tries in the tournament and let them play the game. Like, it's not that deep. If you I win four gone... in a row, you deserve to win. I would have gone six and zero oh in that, right? Probably. Yeah. There's no way yeah. I don't win six games out of 12 in, a, in the friendly game. But I still didn't play because I was like, nah, this sucks. Uh, but that's the thing. The packs are so terrible that you're sitting there. We're sitting there like, this is not worth my time. I'm not. <laughs> and they also have like the, the, the whole skill rating thing that you play people on your skill level. It's like, it's all sweaty. Everything has to be sweaty, man. Everything has to be skill based. What about, uh, okay, that, this, okay, so what about. Two things, right? I'm, I don't agree with these, but these are what I hear in return. Okay, in terms of uh, the um, sweatiness, yeah. I've seen this argument thrown out a lot. People say, okay, but you want open matchmaking, but you're not thinking about the guy on the other end who's going to get slapped up because in open matchmaking, he's a Div 10 player. He matches a Div 1 player. No, no, I'm fine with that. I'm saying open matchmaking to an extent, obviously. Someone in Div 10 shouldn't play someone in Div 1. I'm just saying... Let me match a good player once. Let me match a little bit less of a player once. Like, give me give me some sort of leeway to basically open the matchmaking a bit more. Obviously, not to, to the extent that you're just going to slap someone 12-0 because that makes no sense. <laughs> and it's very unfair. But I'm just saying... It should be a bit more casual since it's a friendly mode, by the way. It's not it's not competitive yeah. mode, it's friendly mode. So in other words, the same way in the DKT, you could match someone in round two, like that was that was maybe not that great of a player. Just mix it up. Like it's not a catastrophe to lose in that game mode. So like what are we talking about? That's what well, I just, I just I need it. Yeah, it's not it's 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 not like when you play let me put it this way people want participation trophies now that it's not like you're not supposed to play a better player and if you look at the statistics most people are on an average level in general so we're like top one percent in that sense so the odds of them matching a caliber player or a player of our caliber are slim to none anyway you're gonna match yeah. people on your own skill level most of the time so what are you worried about it just makes no sense. Like every one in 10 games, you're going to match a, a bit better player than you. And it's not like in FIFA, 
when when you're playing a better player, you've lost like per definition, you know? <laughs> like it's it's not a yeah. game like that. They can still beat you. Like I sure. just I just think this game is way too like oriented on playing the same skill players. Like it's there's no relaxation in this game. None. And um, it just annoys me. That's the, what you said there is huge as well because you, you mentioned that's a, another main difference between DKT and friendly. So DKT was skill-based matchmaking only based on rounds. So it's like round-based yeah. matchmaking. It's open matchmaking and yeah, you could play the same guy, but like you could technically play a Div 10 player in the final if you matched yeah, four Div player, 10 players. So, but then in friendlies, it's it's way harder than that because every game it's it's not round based, right? It's not like the draft. Even the draft is either drafts are easier than friendlies. That, let's just put it that way because draft 100%. is open matchmaking, but it's just based on the round. So I I really don't understand that skill based matchmaking. But the other argument that I also see is okay. So look back to the limit, right? They put a twelve game limits, and you have to win six out of twelve to win the best pack. And if not, you get what you get. What about what do you think about the argument that says they put that? So they make sure that someone who's absolutely, you know, just struggling so hard doesn't burn out and and use up like 150 tries. Nonsense, man. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's like, you're, oh, we're trying to protect you. Yeah, sure, bud. That's why you have all these sweaty game modes, which makes everyone burn out. That's why you have 30 games of grueling foot champs, like rivals, everyone's sweating out. Everything in this game is made to make you rage, basically, and made to literally give your blood sweat and tears and in the friendly mode we're trying to not make you burn out come on man like it's that's so that's that's such a cop-out and terrible excuse like kills me like ea trying to look out for you man like yeah sure but sure the company that makes the most profit off microtransactions and doing all these like psychologically iffy things like and they're trying to look out for you sure sure that that was what I really wanted. I really wanted to ask uh, because I I always laughed at the burnout limit. Like I I feel like at a certain point, like it's not the if you're if you take 150 attempts to win six wins and you actually go through with it, I think that's also like kind of a you issue. Like let it go, dude. You know. Just the the reason on. why I say these are excuses and like how EA does that, do you do you remember like I think it was a week or two ago when they talked about like having like um blocking like microtransactions on your account and yes, you can yes, give yes. yourself a limit, which makes no sense because the block or the, the limit, you can literally go in, in your menus and change that. Like it's it's pointless. It. It's it's yeah, it's ignore. it feel it feels like it's a it's a it's a mechanic to basically try to bail themselves out if there's a lawsuit or something like it feels like that's why they put it in not because they actually care like they don't care about your bank account they would literally plunder your bank account if they could <laughs> like they probably do most <laughs> of the time like i know kids I, I literally know kids that like took their dad's credit card like actually know them and they took their dad's credit card and they took like four 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 thousand euros off that and spent that on fifa points these are actually real things. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's that happens, man. It happens. And they don't they don't really care. They just make their money and they go about their day. Yeah. It's it's tough. I feel like uh the 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 cherry on top of that was really just the ignore the limit thing cuz like come on man someone who actually struggles with it and they see the limiter like you okay, you exceeded the amount of packs you can buy. But you can ignore it if you want. 
<laughs> what? What's the point, dude? Is this a say? Is this a a thing here or not? But it is what it is. Anyways, another thing I want to talk about is that on Twitter, God bless Twitter. I love to, if you don't follow everything about, about Twitter. Twitter yeah, for sure, for sure. That's where everything goes down, baby. Uh, <laughs> I shared a Twitter. I shared a, a clip, and like every clip. I post it. I'm like, man, this is great proof. No way anyone disagrees. And of course, people disagree <laughs> eventually. But it's just the magical world we live in. It, it's always the minority, by the way. So we're good. But uh, basically, it was just uh, I had the ball on the edge of the box. My winger made a cutting run from the throwing line towards the goal line diagonally. And, you know, the stage was set for me to throw ball the ball. And he was alone in front of net. That didn't happen because when I did that pass... Um, my opponent's AI intercepted it. I have no issues with AI players intercepting passes if they are in the passing lane. I'm all for that. That's great. That's phenomenal. The problem with that is that the AI wasn't in the passing lane. In fact, he did such a good movement that unless if we were playing a game where you couldn't see your opponent's indicator, I would have thought that my opponent was selecting him. Press the jockey button to like make him give the animation of lowering his center of gravity and did a semicircle movement to cut that passing lane. That's how good that interception was. And um, what really bothers me about that sequence is the people that were playing devil's advocates used the swings and roundabouts argument against me, saying that I'm complaining about the AI helping my opponent intercept a pass without realizing that the AI helped me by making a run for me. And uh, <laughs> uh, man. It, it's it, it's the best way, though, I think the best way you can explain for people that didn't see the clip, the CDM of the opponent took over the right back position. Like he literally like the intelligence on that, that the fact that the right back was gone and he switched to the position of the right back, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. He just literally went into that position because he saw there's there's a run being made. Which is crazy, which is, it doesn't even happen that much because CDMs are useless in this game. So I'm even mind blown that happened. But the fact that it did happen, like, it just makes it, it just shows, like, how AI oriented this, this game is. And it, it's, even even if he was standing there, it wouldn't have been enough if he just stood, if he didn't do that yeah. weird yeah. jockey movement, yeah. I get through. Yeah. And yeah. he did even that. And, and so let, let's talk about this swings and roundabouts thing because this is mind blowing. I cannot believe. It's 2020, it's almost 2021, and people still think that an AI interception is the same as an AI run. Guys, I don't know how to tell you this, in what language I need to explain this, but if you have a game where offensive AI is insane and they're making runs not into center backs but into gaps, yes, the AI is doing it for you in the sense they're making the runs, but the amount of skill gap that creates, both in terms of vision of you to pick out that pass, right? And also dribbling, right? Because you have to dribble and create, because you could see the pass, but if you're facing your own goal, you're not feeding the pass. So you also, you have to see the pass. You have to time your dribble in a way that you're, you've got the angle right at the right time. And you got to play it at the right exact moment, right? All of that is happening. Defensively, you have to select the right defender while cutting a passing lane, right? So you also you need second man press for this and track the run. So like the, it creates so much depth to it. 
that it doesn't happen if we have a game where there's nothing happening offensively and you're expected to trigger everything. Because even if you can trigger everything, it's not the same. The runs are slow. They're linear. They're, they're, they're just terrible, terrible, terrible features. But people just, um, they can't make the nuance, right? They just take everything at face value. It's like looking at the world in a one-dimensional, uh, yeah. like, like islands, and you're just you don't understand. There's more to it, but it, it, it's every time that happens. And sometimes I think if people didn't say this, then EA would see the feedback. But then I remember, ah, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can sleep well at night knowing that even if everyone or no one said the whole swings and roundabouts thing, I feel like we would be in this situation regardless. But how would you? Would you explain that any differently? The whole like no, no, I agree with that. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. But we're always on the on the same page when it comes to things like this. And I don't know, man. It's like the whole problem is with with Twitter and people responding to things. Is I feel like they don't even think things through. They just like respond from their like gut feeling or whatever. There's no reasoning to a lot of things people say, and kind of triggers me because obviously it's a platform where people just speak their mind. But like I don't know. Man. When I see the things sometimes coming past my timeline, I'm just looking. I'm just. I just have to facepalm a lot of the times. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's a good segue because Ethan also posted a clip yesterday. Uh, basically, for context' sake, if you didn't see this clip, um, it was essentially his opponent used a player lock feature. If you don't know what the player lock feature is, you press in both of your analog sticks, and then at that point, you can switch. You can leave the ball holder. Right? You're not the ball holder anymore, and you can select anyone on the field, and the AI is literally dribbling for you. Uh, now, a lot of some pros think that this was uh, a great move. I do not know why it's in FIFA Ultimate Team or multiplayer, because it's, it's like basically playing the pro clubs by yourself, or, or the journey, or whatever. Be a pro mode when you're just one dude, and like you're with 10 AI players, and you can call for the ball. Like I, I just... Whatever. But this transcended everything, because... When Ethan's opponent used a player lock and selected someone in the box, the AI who was dribbling for this guy on the wing did a skill move for him. <laughs> a, a, a skill move. <laughs> and even then, there were people saying, to be fair, it's AI versus AI. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't this believe is, it. This is the problem. Man. Like when, when you have people like this, you can't be surprised that a, the game is in the state that it is. Like if, you, if you're defending, like there's no excuse for defending them. There is no excuse. Like, if you're if you're in that boat, you're past the point of being saved, in my opinion. <laughs> Those people can't be saved anymore. You don't see reason anymore. Man. Like, what am I seeing? You're just, or they're just constantly playing devil's advocate, and they're just enjoying that ride or whatever. Like, I I don't understand. Like, a lot of the things I try to I try to look at from a different perspective. Even if I don't agree with you, I could like see okay where you're coming from, right? But things like this just blow my mind. Like, how could you think that's good? That's like a good thing or whatever. Like, in fairness crazy. to these people, when I see that, they really catch me like red hat. Like, I, I'm there. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so obvious that I'm like, how do I, how do I counteract? Like, I but second, second map press though. Don't, don't put that in the game. Don't put second yeah, yeah, map no, press no, in the no, game. No. That, that's fine. The, the, the whole skill move thing done by the AI and the Burba or whatever it was, like that's fine, but don't put second map press in it. Yeah. Makes it too yeah. AI reliant, man. Don't do too, it. It's not good. Too, too overpowered, man. No, very, no, no, very don't you much. dare. 
<laughs> nah, people people let the AI defend for them, man. Don't don't do it. Don't do it for sure. <sighs> well, that was pretty much most of anything I wanted to say. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add. Yeah, I tried the PS5 version of FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> I have never played a more gimmicky FIFA in my life. I don't know what they were smoking, which made them think that adaptive triggers. For anyone that doesn't know, basically you have a you have a option in, in the PS5 version of FIFA where you can basically sort of they try to emulate that you feel what players feel on the pitch. So if you get tackled and you want to press R2 to be able to sprint, it blocks your your buttons or it makes it so heavy to press. Like I I was mind blown. Like imagine going into weekend league, sweating out your life and putting this shit on. Like it's literally, (laughs) only masochists would use this. People that love pain, like you love to make torture yourself. It was the weirdest sensation I've ever had in my life. This is a funny gimmicky feature for like a a party game or a horror game, but you're not going to put this in a game that like has like semi-competitive elements because it's just, it's just going to give you a very bad time. I don't know what I was like. That was a very weird sensation. I feel like they're just like making use of the technology, but like by this, I can't imagine. It's a joke though. No one's going to use, like who's going to use that? You're just literally giving yourself a disadvantage. I couldn't press the buttons. (laughs) I had to like literally No, I mean like for developers, you know, like if they're making like a single player scary game or something, you can't sprint away from a monster or something because you're scared. Yeah, that's fun. That's because that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a, that gives you, that gives you a sort of feeling of immersion when it comes to like a horror game. And it makes sense there, but it, I mean, it's fine that they put it in and you can turn it off, obviously. So it's not that big of a deal, but it just blows my mind. If anyone uses this in Weekend League, like willingly, like they're troopers, man. They love pain at that point. They just they just want to see themselves lose at that point. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to for one video eventually, but... Just for as a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as a joke. But like no one's seriously going to do that, man. I can't seem to understand what it feels like because I've seen your reaction. I've seen other people. People literally say, dude, this is a workout. Like... I feel like they built in, you know, when you go on, like you see like, when I, I'll, stressors I'll, I'll, and stuff. I'll give you an example. When I saw it on Twitter, I was like, well, if they just make the button more heavy, I'll just press it down more like harder, but it's so heavy that you don't expect it every time it happens. And <laughs> it's so heavy that you actually have to struggle to push, press it down. It's so weird, man. It's a very weird sensation. It's funny to have it for one game, but like, Jesus, Jesus, man. Sure. I mean, I'd be surprised if they built the controllers well enough for that to be uh, not impacted over time. Obviously, wear and tear is a thing, but like knowing no, this this is gonna destroy your controller if you do that with FIFA. It's gonna destroy it. Like I, you have to. There's so many things happening. Like my con, my controller at that point because I had I normally have vibrate off and it was on. There's so many things happening in my controller. It's like a living thing. Like I was like, how how is it gonna survive? just this game because there's so many things happening it makes have sounds you seen, and shit have you seen that clip of uh, i saw someone with a ps5 controller and their discord audio is coming out of their ps5 yeah, controller yeah, they were like yeah, how is yeah, this even yeah, happening yeah 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 it has a it has an inbuilt mic and micro and, and like a, a speaker and, and stuff like it, there's, there's too many things happening man just, people have to use keep... it as a stereo dude like yeah. what am i here let me use my let me use my controller man it's fine yeah i mean i'm i'm I would have loved to use it, but obviously I couldn't get a PS5 today. Pepe Sanch. <laughs> For sure. But all right. Let's leave it. Let's leave it at that. 
Uh, no questions today because obviously there's no one to ask. So put it know. in, put it in the comments, <laughs> YouTube yeah, comments, comments or whatever. If you have questions for the next podcast, let us know and we'll try to go over them. For sure, for sure. And be sure to leave a rating, whether you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever other platform we're on. We're on a bunch of them. I don't, I've lost track. Uh, please do so. It would be nice. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us both on Twitter. And uh, peace out. Peace, peace, peace.